baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome in Sports Talk 97.7, The Edge. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx bringing it on the 11th day of April 2018. Thank you for spending a little part of your morning with us. We are always very appreciative of being able to do so with you. You're welcome to chime in on our hotline, 888-993-7762, 888-993-7762, which is the Washita Valley Federal Credit Union-sponsored hotline. Smarmy texts, especially attacking my co-host Jamie Fox, are not only welcome, they are encouraged, folks. Uh, so make sure you chime in on that. Uh, we're brought to you, as always, by the man, the myth, the legend, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, Simply the best pet care, folks, you're going to get anywhere in the free world. Go see them on Watch 165 North in Monroe, 318-345-4545, 318-345-4545. That's Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. I got John Tabor running the board. I got Jamie Foxx in the bullpen warming up. Jamie, what's up this morning, man? As if swarmy comments and other comments about my height and, and other various attributes or lack thereof and you encourage folks to do that via the hotline or the text line or whatever you probably could sue could you i i could but i probably wouldn't get more than 300 bucks and so i don't know i'm, I'm glad to see john's back with us I, I was concerned about him i knew he had uh, he he personally made new orleans great again uh with his contributions to the economy and wow that was interesting we had a a lot of fun with that and uh it was it was crazy the amount of money spent down there and great for the city and uh, uh, as for that uh, Terry uh, things are going well with you I assume I know you're uh, you sound chipper sounds like you had a full night's sleep so uh, what's what's going on in Walter's world and better yet what's going on in the world of sports what's going on in sports uh, well they're getting ready to indict more coaches it looks like I appreciate you sending me that Jamie. Uh, for you guys that have been living in Siberia or just really not paying attention, maybe you're really into the w- – is the WNBA playing right now? Uh, they are indeed, now, yes. Are they? Mm-hmm. Oh, are no, they? I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I, don't, I, I don't know, to be honest with you. I, I apologize. I, I don't think yeah, so. That's I a mystery wrapped up in a riddle inside an enigma. Uh, yeah. That's a JFK reference, Jamie, in case you didn't catch that. Uh, yeah, the uh, – what was it you said to me? The, uh, the James Gatto dude. Who's yeah, the Adidas, Adidas executive? Yeah, Adidas. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like hey, like just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water <laughs> in college basketball, our friend uh, from Adidas, a federal prosecutor in New York, Tuesday added some additional criminal counts uh, against Adidas executive James Gatto, alleged for the first time that he conspired to provide more cash payments to the families of former basketball players. This time at Kansas and North Carolina State. Uh, the indictment also alleges that uh, an Adidas consultant, Merle Code, and Christian Dawkins, a former runner for an NBA agent named uh, Andy Miller, 
conspired with Gatto, commit wire fraud, and pay a hundred grand to the father of a Louisville recruit, Brian Bowen. And so this is all wiretaps they have, Jamie. And so, yeah, yeah we're going to see where this ends up. Uh, it just keeps coming. $90,000 here, $100,000 there. ESPN Jeff Goodman said that the Kansas player, uh, the first Kansas player is a former five-star recruit, did not appear in a game for the Jayhawks this past season before he turning pro because of eligibility concerns. Yeah, let me interpret that for you. They, uh, yeah, Kansas is like, you know, we're pretty good. We're going to be really, really good. We might go to the Final Four and win a national championship. Or we can play the illegal guy and get banned Calipari style, so we're just going to sit him out. So that's what they did. They did indeed. Where's this going to end, Jamie? Well, I don't. The, the tentacles, and I w- want to make sure I've had my second cup of coffee when I say that. The tentacles of this are, are growing uh, bigger by the moment, uh, as far as the number of schools involved, the number of coaches, uh, the number of AAU coaches involved. I think the thing that keeps blowing me away from reading these uh, these accounts, Terry is that the, the amount of money, where's the money, exactly where's the money coming from, the amount of money involved. Uh, it's coming from the shoe companies, money. Jamie. Look, yeah, if they're, they're talking about doing this, they're talking about wire transfers. Wire transfers are pretty easy to find out if you did it or not. Hey, Western Union, here's a federal subpoena. Let me see your wire transfers for this date. The NCAA, on the other hand, does not have subpoena power. That is key, folks. I'm not an attorney, but I did say to Motel 6 a couple weeks ago, the NCAA does not have subpoena power over every anything. And so, therefore, they are not able to access said records uh, without your permission, and nobody in their right mind is going to get permission to do that. And so the indictment rolling in against, uh, you don't think these AAU guys, you don't think these, uh, Adidas guys are going to roll over on people to save their sorry self? Absolutely. You can count on that one, Jamie. Well, and, and then you've got, uh, you know, the people that when you're involved with with the, the money that's in, intact here, I mean, we don't know, again, kind of what, what do athletic directors know, what do they not know, um, exactly the, the number of boosters involved. You know, Sean Miller, you know, basically has put himself – basically prostituting himself as a million dollar uh target here if he you know if he's proven that he was lying he's you know yeah he's got like a nine million dollar contract so if they prove he's lying he's got to give a billion up yeah he's man he's got a really with a will work for food side yeah yeah i don't think it even it even ends pretty if he could go back to pittsburgh at this point but terry you're familiar with this world and (laughs) before before and we won't go into you know you know, there's a lot that can and can't be said, but I mean, I don't think this is a mystery to anyone listening that that this goes on. I don't think people are aware of the depth that it goes to, uh, and and put your head in the sand and say, my team. If you're now the the phrase is around my Sean and his buddies are if you if if you're not cheating, you ain't trying. You know, and, uh, that's long been a adage that know, I've heard before, Jamie Fox. And what do you do? I mean, I, I'm going to try to put myself in the in the coach's shoes. I'm saying that I'm uh, Andy Kennedy, for example, at Ole Miss. They're paying you a million dollars a year. What do you do to keep your million dollar salary, Jamie? You sign the kid that, that gave him all sorts of hell for two years. Uh, that signed with for the JUCO. What was his name? Uh, the white oh, kid Marshall. from uh, Marshall, Marshall Henderson. Uh, 
Marshall I saw Hitton. Marshall get in a fight. Yeah, uh, Marshall was from Dallas Fort Worth. He was uh, uh, actually North Fort Worth uh, as a high school player. I saw Marshall get in a fight with his dad, who was the assistant coach, at halftime of a game. I was there for that one. But to credit to Marshall's defense, yeah, he didn't throw but like two punches. So. Mm. I bet that well, was a fun Thanksgiving. <laughs> Yeah, but you you're the you're that coach and you've been you've had your uh as they do every year you have your after the season meeting with the president and A D or maybe one or both and and they're telling you, Hey, you've got to win this year. You've got to win X number of games. You've got to go like or if you're Texas Arlington, you gotta to go to the NCAs every year. Or you go seventy three and thirty three and you're like, Yeah, that ain't good enough. You you gotta go, you know, you can't win more than lose more than ten games for the next ten years. But you're in that position. What do you do? I mean, you've got a chance to get a kid that's going to be a difference maker, that's going to throw up over 20 a game, and, and you can probably at least win 20 games just by his signing alone. What do you do? Maybe. I mean, it, Sammy, it, let me tell you something. If you get a big-time player, and I'm speaking from experience here, folks, not that my voice is the, is the last one, but it's a pretty good one. Uh, if you get a big-time player – and, and again, nobody's. I'm the only guy that's ever admitted I was a low major Division One coach. If you get a big time player at a low mid major school, I mean a legitimate big time player, it's like uh, the guy driving up in the Ferrari that he paid thirty thousand dollars for. Man, I got this Ferrari for thirty thousand dollars. There's either a dead body in the back. Uh, there's no engine in it. It's been in. Uh, it's been the getaway car in twelve drive by shootings. There's something wrong with it. Now, it's a Ferrari, and it runs, but there's a lot of stuff wrong with it as a general rule. All right? I'll give you the same example here. If you're a big-time CEO of a major corporation, I mean, you're you're the, the Bezos guy from Amazon, or you're, I would say, Zuckerberg, but he's kind of uh, in a little bit of a pickle right now. But we'll throw him in there. You're the guy at Walmart, Target, wherever. You're a prime-time, I mean, international CEO, and you're going to have your choices to go run FedEx. You're going to have your choice to go run these high-profile corporations at the pinnacle level. And all of a sudden, you leave Amazon to go run uh, Taco Bendito. No disrespect to Taco Bendito, but there's something wrong here. Same principle in the recruiting world. If these big, big big-time players, if I'm a high school kid trying to go to the NBA after one year, I'm going to Duke or I'm going to Kentucky. It's not that hard to figure out. Why? Because those are the cats put people in the NBA every single year after one year. That's who it is. Wichita State's not putting people in the NBA after one year. Grambling, Louisiana Tech is not. Monroe, they're not putting people in the NBA after one year. LSU had one guy. All right? And that was an anomaly. Texas is not putting people as a general rule, although the Bamba guy is going this year. As a general rule, they're Duke and, and uh, Kentucky. And so all of a sudden, if you see one of the best players in America that they projected early first-round draft pick sign at Fresno State, people are like, what? Whoa, whoa, wait, something's wrong. And don't disrespect the Fresno State. Uh, the best player in the country decides to go to oh, I don't know, uh, Arkansas State. He decides to go to West Georgia, or he goes to South Alabama. And people are like, oh, wait a minute. There's, not, it, there's, there's huge damage good issues here, or there's some other nefarious stuff going on as a general rule. 
Same principle, Jamie. Same principle. Let's bring it back locally. <clears throat> Let's roll some eyes here, and those of you that know, raise your hand, even though I can't see you. If you're driving, Benoit Benjamin signing with Creighton. Willis Reed. Let that sit. No, no, let that marinate for a few minutes. Really just Willis Reed? Really? I know Willis Reed was the connection. Hmm. Everybody, that's how that ended, Terry. And nothing wrong with Creighton. I think it's great, probably a great school. And he had a good career there. And he had a 15-year in the NBA. I worry about him now. I don't know if he saved a penny of what he earned. I hope he did. But ben, Benoit Benjamin signing with Creighton was one of the nastiest things I've ever heard of that went on behind the scenes. Other things like that are going on. Yes, the college, it, it needs to clean up. It, but I don't know what you do when you put these pressure on these coaches to win X number of games. Jamie, Benoit that, Benjamin, let, let me put that in perspective for you. Benoit Benjamin was before the shoe company chaos started. That was, that was that's uh, correct. eight years, that's correct. seven, yep. eight years before the shoe company, uh, the, the, the stupid shoe company game started. Yep. So completely what, different what, what game there. Happened. Yeah, he wasn't influenced. That wasn't influence uh, at that point. Uh, there were other nefarious things going on as to why he went to Creighton. But he, I mean, I give a guy credit. He went to Hawaii, visited Hawaii, and a few others. I think LSU and some others. But um, yeah, this was before all of that came into play. And since then, since the money and the shoe people have gotten involved with it, it's gotten even more. The the I read. Take, for example, Mark Godfrey, who was a coach at Alabama when I lived there at one point in time. He's gone from Alabama, okay, to NC State. Not a bad gig. Now he's at Cal State Northridge, and his name has been brought up with Dennis Smith, the kid who signed with NC State, and the amount of money that changed hands to get him to go and play. Here we go again. I know you and I feel a little bit differently on this topic, and you're probably right, but but I, uh, I hate to see it. The one and done. But – a lot of these kids, the kid that signed with Kansas, as you mean, he was going to be academically challenged anyway. And Kansas decided, you know, it's not worth the risk and the money involved and everything like that. But you're Bill Self, and you've got, you know, millions of dollars on the line, and it's outside of the contract. You've got promote endorsements, everything, riding on going to the NCAs every year. It's the, the pressure is unbelievable. And how these guys don't drop dead on the sidelines, I don't know, because – you're yes, you pay, for, for four million dollars a year. You can buy. Uh, you can get a really good cardiologist. You do, and I guess you're. You just make sure that if you, you know, you save it uh, because it is such a. You know, I still, even though it didn't work out at Arkansas, I don't. It, I don't think Brett Bellina is a bad football coach. He had some success at Wisconsin. Uh, you know, as far as as far as what these players are having to do, uh, the and it starts all year. You know that these kids are being recruited back as far as probably the 7th and 8th grade, if not sooner. Starts before uh, that. Yeah. And and now all of a sudden you, you start getting yeah, – we got to take a break. We're going to come back to that because this, this is something I want to get into. We'll we'll do that. It'll be entertaining to say the least. You listen know, to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Fox, Tabor running the board Odette this morning. 888-993-7762. Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union. Uh, a bunch of texts already. The same with a bunch of our friends at Jimmy Cooley reminding you to support a worthwhile cause, Louisiana Special Olympics. Jamie, and I'll be back. Momento, La Edge. If you could talk to your animal when they say, 
They're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. Listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one, 345-4545. turned down by other car dealers it's good to know that over a million people have gotten the green light at jd by rider we inspect and computer test each car and they're backed by our available service agreement you could get the green light apply today at gojdb.com oliver road monroe i am jessica ledoux member and employee for washita valley federal credit union Becoming a member of Washita Valley is much easier today. Memberships are now open to anyone who lives, works, worships, attends school, or owns a business in any of our seven parishes that we serve. Our goal is to offer you personal banking and to make sure you're getting the best rates possible. Washita Valley currently serves Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, and Richland Parishes. We know you have a choice when it comes to your finances, and to us, you're not just a member. So if you live, work, worship, attend school, or own a business in Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, or Richland Parish, let Washita Valley provide you with excellent service and secure financial well-being. Membership eligibility required. Member NCUA. Zero turns with unlimited possibilities now for $200 off. For a mower that outmaneuvers, outperforms, and outdoes the competition, Cub Cadet Zero Turns have you covered. Now Cub Cadet is offering up to $200 off select residential zero turns for a limited time. So it's easier than ever to bring your lawn to life. Stop by Yard Power, 7573 Highway 165 North, your locally owned Cub Cadet dealer for expert advice, superior service, and to take advantage of this exceptional offer. Not eligible on other models, specifications, or programs, subject without notice. Hi, I'm Attorney General Jeff Landry, reminding you that fair housing should never be denied because of your race, color, national origin, religion, or disability. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. famously said, injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. This is especially true with your rights to live where you choose. If you have experienced housing discrimination, report it. 1-800-273-5718 or visit agjefflandry.com. Sponsored by HUD. We're living on the edge. Living on the edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. Hey, welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Fox, rolling here on a Wednesday. Thank you for spending part of your morning with us. We are always very appreciative, folks, of hanging out with us. Triple Eight. 993-7762, 888-993-7762, Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union text line. Smarmy the text, the better. A couple texts we'll read here uh, in a little bit. Uh, you're welcome to send in some more. The segment of the show sponsored by friends at Jimmy Cooley, reminding you to support an incredibly worthwhile cause, the Louisiana Special Olympics. Jamie, this thing is getting better. Uh, the FBI... All right. Understand there's two separate things going on here with this investigation. And, and, and folks, you think college football is not paying attention to this one? 
promise you they are. Uh, the FBI has wiretap capability. They tap this dude's phone. Uh, this Adidas guy and a couple of these others, they're investigating, and you can say, why are they investigating college basketball? Well, we got people killing each other in the street. We got all, and, and I think it's a legitimate question. Nonetheless, uh, they haven't investigated it. They indicted a grand jury, which I don't know how familiar everybody is with a grand jury. And again, I'm not an attorney, uh, but a grand jury looks at evidence and says, yep, there's enough to go to trial here, or no, there's really not. And so the grand jury of the first 10 guys that they arrested uh, back last fall, the grand jury has indicted eight of them, which means the grand jury said, you know what, there's enough here to sort of go to trial on wiretap, on fraud. Um, so a lot of things going on, and it keeps going on. Now, here are, uh, and the NCAA side of this is impermissible benefits and preferential treatment for the players and the families. Here are your schools located or mentioned thus far. Alabama, Duke, Kentucky, LSU, Maryland, and Michigan State, North Carolina State, North Carolina, Seton Hall, Texas, USC, and Washington. Add to that the University of Kansas uh, as of yesterday. Not saying it's guilty, but, uh, and again, this is Christian Dawkins, who is a ASM sports uh, employee, and he, uh, <laughs> and the, the schools there, Utah, Wichita, I mean, it, it goes on and on and on. Allegedly, it was leaked to ESPN that Sean Miller talked about a payment to a kid uh, with Christian Dawkins, whose phone was tapped, and they discussed allegedly a $100,000 payout to ensure uh, there's an Aiden kid that signed with the Wildcats. Mm-hmm. Whether or not this is true or not, if you've got it on a wiretap, and if that wiretap is ever released, to either the school or the NCAA, uh, then it becomes really interesting. Again, NCAA doesn't have subpoena power, and so there's a big thing there. But you're talking about a huge, huge scandal, and these are blue blood programs, folks. And so Kansas now squarely in the uh, crosshairs of both uh, the NCAA and the FBI. So, Jamie, not sure what's going to happen. But uh, it's not going to be good. No, it's not going to be good. And, you know, I, I, I don't really, and I'm not in Bill Self's shoes or Sean Miller's or Mark Godfrey's, although they, because I probably couldn't afford their shoes. But uh, to me, Terry, this speaks to why I see, why I like to see, and maybe other people feel this way, and I love them and chime in if they do. This is why I like to see Loyola's of the world succeed. This is why I like to see George Mason's, Butler's, and Xavier's succeed. Gonzaga may be so good now they've gotten dirty too. I don't know. But you have programs that can do it. If Villanova, for example, uh, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know how many of those kids were that highly recruited. I don't know whether it's just Jay Wright's system, but – it is good to see a team of upperclassmen take it to the finals and win it all and have contributions by freshmen and sophomores and not everybody. I mean, hell, every, is everybody in Kentucky bailing again? It, it seems like they are. I don't know. I mean, how many hire? Now the big deal is do you hire an agent or not or whatever so you can retain your eligibility. Terry, look at that list. Look at the list of declared underclassmen. 
And how many do you honestly believe are going to make it in the NBA? 2%? 1%? I mean, yeah, they can go overseas. They can go into the G League. Yeah, they can go. But you never hear about the failures. All you hear about are the people that make it. You don't hear about the kids that now have lost the opportunity to go to college. And I know, I mean, I know I'm trying to, there's a lot of people who tell me I'm just an old fart and I don't know what I'm talking about. And, I, and they're probably right. Excuse my line. But, I mean, it is, I work, these kids, there's, there's a lot that goes on after your career in basketball and football. And what's left after that? I mean, I've, I've had to reflect upon this myself. What happens? You've got to be prepared. And mentally, emotionally, I, I know the money's great, and I know it's hard if you come from an impoverished background to look the other way. But the problem is, Terry, you know this as well as I do. It's not just these people that hang on to these kids and tell them you're the greatest thing since sliced bread, and they can't go out, and they have no career after their basketball career is over with. Now, if this makes people uncomfortable, good, because it should, because we're not addressing that. We're not addressing the failures of these kids, the bad advice these kids are getting, the hangers-on these kids have, and that's part of the recruiting process as well, is that, you know, everybody's told you're the greatest. You've dealt with people that can't, kids that really are not good enough to play at the D3 level, their parents think, they're you know, that they're that good. And there's nothing wrong. You and I have said this over and over and over. There's nothing wrong with signing NAIA, D3. It's going to happen all over the, the area today. Kids are going to be signing, you know, for probably not much more than, you know, a little bit, but that's okay. You're still your kids still got a scholarship, and that's wonderful. It doesn't. It's not all about Kansas and Kentucky, and you know we all like to follow it, and I know that's where the eyes are. But is that the television's fault or the? I mean, I still think the NCAA is one of the greatest things because every year David gets a chance to slay Goliath. Every year, and it gets more and more. And this year, it finally happened. A 16 knocked off a one. That to me is Americana yeah, encapsulized. Yeah, you know, I love the, the democratic process that we have of the NCAA tournament. I, yeah, actually, I'm one of the few. I want it to be bigger. I want 96 teams in it. Right yeah. now we have, what, 18% of the teams? 68, yeah. Uh, well, there's 68, but it's like under 20% of the teams get to go. Uh, you know, I think you, uh, I think you have a little bit more coaching stability. I think you're encouraging kids to stay a little bit longer. But, the, you know, the greatest kids are going to go to the NBA. Hey. You do. You make decisions. We all do. For every LeBron James and Kobe Bryant, there's a million guys that are not. Uh, you know, it's like going to any, you go to any game, Jamie, of any sport. Go, go to a little league game today in Monroe or West Monroe. You're going to see a kid that hits three or four home runs, and everybody there, man, this kid's the greatest kid we've ever seen in our life. He's really, and you know what? He's really good for that level in this area, and he might get to be a really good high school player. He might top out at the age of 13 and decide to go play video games. You don't know. But the numbers of people playing are just so great. Uh, the population density is, is, is a big factor. The skill set. And so, so many people talk about Division I uh, players and who's a Division I player. You know, a lot of people that have no concept what a Division I player is will tell you what a Division I player is. And you know, I don't have the answers. It's been a long time, folks, since I coached in Division One. Uh, I still pretty much recognize what one is and what one isn't, I think. Now, I don't know what it takes to win in the Sun Belt, but you know what? Ryan Cross and Richard do. I don't know what it takes to win in uh, Conference USA, but Conkle and the staff over at Louisiana Tech 
uh, do. Same thing with the swag. So uh, people misconstrue how good you really have to be to play at different levels. Uh, NAI and Division Two, those programs that win at the elite level, you take my boy Larry Cordero down at LSU Alexandria, who has been really, really good in the NAI. Larry Cordero is winning with Division One players. He's, he's doing a great job in high school, but he's also getting transfers from the Division One players from programs, for whatever reason, they're not going back there. You don't win in Division II or NAI with NAI or Division II players. You win with Division I players that need to go to that level for whatever reason, and it's done at that level everywhere. Uh, Division Three, people scoff at that. There's a lot of Division Three programs, Jamie, that can put a better financial package together for you than Division Two or NAI because it's non-athletic scholarship. But they have all sort of grants and academic scholarships, uh, leadership things. So it's a package. I mean, if you're going to school for free, you're going to school for free. If you're going to school for half price, it's half price. Uh, don't scoff at that. There's some Division three teams that are really, really, really good, and people kid themselves when you don't think how really good they are, and you'd be lucky to get a uniform on that team in a lot of cases. So interesting things going on. Uh, we're going to move on. Off of this topic, we come back. There's a bunch of texts I want to read. I'll do that. We'll, we'll, we'll read the text, and uh, then we'll okay. go on, and we'll stay with character issues, and I will get your opinion. You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Fox. Will we return more as, as the character characters churn? You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7, The Edge, the segment brought to you by our friends at Vantage. Jamie and I will be back. You take pride in your lawn. That's why you cut the grass yourself. Here's Richie McKinney. A big yard calls for a tough mower. The Hustler Fast Track is engineered with commercial features for the homeowner. Right now, get your Hustler Fast Track with a powerful 23-horse Kohler engine and 48-inch welded steel deck at our lowest price ever, just $49.99. That's over $1,800 in savings. Plus, qualified buyers can finance at 0% for 42 months. Come see our full line of Hustler mowers today at your outdoor superstore McKinney's in Ruston, Model 936054. This is Steve Brennan with Brennan Dodge in Ruston, welcoming Todd Till to our management team at Brennan Dodge. Todd is the previous owner of Farmerville Motors in Farmerville. Todd brings a wealth of experience, integrity, and a first-class reputation with him. Come by and see Todd and help us welcome him to Brennan Dodge and back to the Ruston market. Todd will be managing our new used car center for Brennan Dodge, which will open in the coming months. So if you're in the market for a used car, truck, or SUV, come see Todd at Brennan Dodge in Ruston, I-20 Service Road. Don't put your life on the line when you dig. Do what the pros do. Respect the marks. Dig with care. And before you dig, call 811. Louisiana One Call. When people get sick, they need a doctor. When cars get sick, they need Autoplex Automotive. So if your check engine light comes on, you have an electrical problem, need brake work, or just an inspection sticker, they do it all. They're a full service shop that can perform any BG service and stand behind their work with a parts and labor warranty. They even offer towing service. Autoplex Automotive, 1515 Cypress Street, West Monroe. When your car's sick, call 855-4483. Broken window? Sounds like you need Glassworks of West Monroe. Glassworks specializes in the highest quality residential glass. 
From insulated glass to protect your home from the worst weather, to vinyl replacement windows with a lifetime warranty, to custom installed mirrors and shower doors. Glassworks service is unmatched and their price is always competitive. Let them save you money. Glassworks, 800 Jonesboro Road, across from the mill in West Monroe. 387-4747. Hi, I'm Greg Tilly in Bossier City. We have a huge selection of modular homes, lighted, decorated, and air-conditioned for your shopping comfort. For 40 years now, Greg Tilly's has been saving you thousands. Visit our photo gallery at Tilly'sModular.com or see us today at Greg Tilly's in Bossier City. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's the edge with Terry Waldrop. Hey, welcome back to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop and Jamie Fox. The Edge, a segment brought to you by our friend Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney law. Tremendous North Louisiana attorney, specialized in criminal defense, wrongful death, personal injury, whatever you need, Bobby's the man for you. 318-324-1411. Bobby Manning, attorney law. A couple things out there. Uh, Marcel's talking about when Malone went to Tech, not to NLU. Not touching that one, Marcel. Bill uh, Aria, same thing with the kid that went to Missouri, Michael Porter. Good point. Sam says, hey, most likely uh, the FBI came across this stuff when investigating other crimes, money, money laundering, embezzlement, things like that. And as a law, uh, when law enforcement, uh, when law enforcement officers come across other crimes, they are obligated to investigate. That's a very valid point, sir. I've not thought about it like that. And then the investigation goes where it goes. That's the nature of criminal investigation. Uh, four or five other texts out there as well. Kind of that's been the nature. But, Jamie, going into next season, there is a collective, I guarantee you, in the, in the world of sports, college basketball, and don't think football's immune to this, folks. Don't, don't, don't kid yourself. Uh, there are a bunch of people that are having some sleepless nights. Indeed, and they, and they should be because it looks like it's, like I said, this thing has tentacles that are going to spread. These are the, the names of the schools that you've mentioned are just the first on the list. There'll be others that follow. And there's reasons behind it. I mean, like you said, when you see people like, I know we keep bringing his name up, but when you keep seeing people like Scott Cross let go at UTA, you wonder why these coaches are doing what they're doing. Uh, had he had any idea, I'm sure that, you know, this was maybe he would have uh, – I don't know, how should I say, maybe uh, stretch the rules a little bit to get a player in who could have made a difference. Uh, They're 73 and 33. What are you going to – who are you going to get? In the last three games, you're – three years, you're 40 no, no. games over 500. I know. I, I realize that, but and you and I know that, and you and everybody else in America knows that, except the president and the AD it's, at Texas now, Arlington that, knows that. The AD is that's the tool, best, but okay, what is, exactly. Look, I, I'm probably yeah. never going to work at UTA. I'll go ahead and say that the guy's a he tool. is. Uh, he's been exposed across uh, college athletics. Uh, I would be surprised if he gets another job, but it's just it's unrealistic. It's you know he hired his buddy. Uh, everybody says great things about Chris Ogden. Uh, but his buddy has put him in a hole going in. And so it is what it is. That's the nature of the beast. If you go 73 and 33 and that's not good enough, um, you know, maybe you need to cheat. I don't know. Well, but, my, my, you know, I, I yeah. think that's just part of the gig. Exactly. And you got people that, I mean, I'm, I'm, but I'm saying if Cross had known that this was, you know, this, this guillotine would have come down without him having a chance to know what was coming, he, you know, I don't know what he could have done, but like I said, maybe he could have. 
it would probably do. I know what Bill Self would probably do, or, or Rick Pitino, or people like that. The guys that have been been in that uh, arena for that long and know what it takes to uh, to put you over the edge. It's uh, it's disappointing. So Mark, what, Jamie, here, probably... a, here, no, no, no. So look, make sure everybody gets this. All right. And, and obviously, Scott Cross is a friend of mine. However, that being said, there is a chasm of difference between a University of Texas Arlington, an Arkansas State, Louisiana Tech, a Monroe, and a big-time Power 5 program. All right? There just is. If you're in a one-bid league, all right, I mean, it'd be like LSU. You take LSU basketball. You say, you know what? You're in a Power 5. You're in the SEC LSU needs to make the NCAA tournament in basketball every year. I think that is a very realistic expectation for LSU basketball. Dale Brown pretty much did. There were occasions he didn't make it. John Brady pretty much did. There were a few, but as a general rule, they made it. There's no reason if you're LSU, you shouldn't be there four out of five years. We agreed on that? Yeah, exactly. Okay. 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 Well, let me let me finish. If you're Texas, there's no reason you shouldn't be. You're in the Big 12. It ain't that good. There's no reason you shouldn't be in the NCAA tournament four out of every five years. If you're Ole Miss in basketball, I'm going to tell you one or two out of every five years, you should be in the league. Kentucky's five out of five. Slam dunk. Florida, five out of five. Four out of five. I'll give Florida four out of five. Those are the two premier programs in the Southeastern Conference. Kentucky and Florida. Uh, Georgia, Georgia should be making it three out of five years. South Carolina, two to three out of five years. You know, you get an ACC. I mean, is there anybody? What's the? I'm not. I think there's a federal law. You can't have an NCAA tournament without Duke and North Carolina. Yeah, that's my exactly. Um, but so there's a difference. So if you're in a one big league, which the Sun Belt is a one big league, Conference USA is a one big league, and. 80% of the conferences in America are one-bid leagues. The lunacy of saying, you know what, we expect to win our league every year and go to the NCAA tournament. Really? That's like trying to win the lottery every single time you play it and you're buying one ticket. It, it, it makes no sense. It's not set up that way. And anybody with half of a brain, I know you want to go to the NCAA tournament every year. I, everybody gets that. We want to go every single year. Everybody understands that. You're in a one-bid league against some teams that are very – because they're in your league, they're real similar to you. And some teams are going to have a better season than others. Lafayette a couple years ago was garbage. This year they were real good. Uh, you know, ULM a couple years ago was really good. A couple years before that they were really bad. So in lower-level leagues, that happens. You know, Duke, North Carolina, those cats go up and down, but this, the curves – are a lot smoother than the jagged edges of the one bid leagues. And that's just the way it is with players. And so it's just asinine to expect in a one bid league you're going to go every single year. You're actually insulting every other every other member of your league So uh, by doing so. We, we want to go every year? Great. Everybody wants to go every year. We expect okay. to go because we're so much better. Dude, you're delusional. They should drug test the athletic director. Well, funny you should mention that, Terry, because we we had Dennis Chambers on with Basketball Insiders on Monday afternoon, um, 
and I asked him your question I, because I thought it was so good, and I, I hate to give you this much credit, but I thought it was fantastic thought about taking all nine. And I asked him point blank. I said, I, you know, you have 96 teams. You do away with the conference championships. You, you reach the 25-win plateau. You're automatically in. I said, do you see the NCAA, you know, maybe – looking into something like this because of the success of the tournament and you do away with these you do away with people like middle tennessee and oklahoma state getting shafted and not getting in you know you answer you 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 saw that dilemma which i thought was a a good he said he didn't see unfortunately he didn't see that happening in the near future but you know he he liked the idea and i thought it was I, i think it's a great idea you take away that and as a result what are some of the things you have you have a possibility like uh a Scott Cross continuing to be at UTA or wherever simply because he's got a, his his uh, chances for going in, increase. He's got more job stability. Are you having a heart attack on me? Please don't leave me. Uh, okay. No, no, it's my fault. I, I thought I had my phone okay. on silent. My apologies. Okay. No, that's all right. Uh, but I just thought that, uh, you know, I thought that was a great idea, Terry, and I think it's, it's it, it serves well. Or either that or there just needs to be, and I don't know how it's going to happen, but you know, it used to be the NIT, which I don't think is any is not a bad tournament. But, you know, so much of this. It's not the tournament, brother, and that's what counts. No, no it's not. But at the same time, uh, had Scott Cross gone to the NIT for those years, would he still be employed? Probably not in, in the way of UTA's administrative thinking. So, and I don't, the, the thing that's scary is I don't think that's the only school out there where they're, you know, those folks that are calling the shots like that feel about that. And simply because they now see, this is the danger of what Loyola just did, is now everybody's going to look at them and go, oh, well, you know, well, what's your answer? Well, your answer is, you know, Port, you look at the rosters. These are, look at Villanova. These are not one-and-done kids that are doing it at Villanova and Loyola. It's the seasoned veterans who, who develop their game and have coaches that are good enough and found a system. Uh, because you you know better than I, there's not that big a difference between X and O's. An out of bounds play at Villanova is basically the same way it is at Loyola, or at Middle Tennessee, or at Wagner. I mean, sure. there's not that big a difference. So, which I mean, Terry, I, I like that idea because it gives coaches some stability and maybe. I'm gonna tell you why it'll never work. Okay. The reason it will never work. Is we had Mary, uh, we had uh, UM uh, Baltimore County this year knocks off a number one seed. Everybody's been waiting on it. There you have it. It's happened one time in the history of the tournament, right? Correct. You put a team this year, Middle Tennessee State. You put Lafayette in the NCAA tournament. Legitimate team, good teams, arguably deserve to be there. You go back to the Louisiana Tech, 28-29 win seasons of a couple years ago, or even ULM a couple years ago at 24-25 wins. Legitimate, good team, solid mid-major team, good. Absolutely knock off some really good people on any given night. If you're the big boys, would you rather take your chances with uh, Maryland-Baltimore County at the 16th seed that has a losing record that just got hot and won their tournament? Or would you rather take your chances with Lafayette who won 28 games? That's exactly why they will never do it, because Lafayette and Middle Tennessee and Tech when they were winning 28, 29 games a year, uh, ULM a couple years ago, they absolutely could beat them. Uh, beat some of the Power Fives, and they have a lot better opportunity to do it than the 15 and 16 seeds. And that's why you won't see it, because all of a sudden now the big guys are getting beat. They want the big boys to progress in the tournament. The upsets are great, perfect, we like it, 
However, uh, we don't like it that much because it costs us money. So crazy things going on with this early tournament. We come back, Jamie. I've got a couple texts here we'll read. We come back. Uh, the Odell Beckham Jr. sweepstakes, not what OBJ thought they would be. Uh, Kyle Cowherd broke a little bit of stuff on this yesterday, and we'll talk about character issues and how they play a role, or should they play a role, or perceived character issues in signing with various teams. This is Sports Talk 97.7. Sam, I brought to you by our friends Advantage. I mean, I'll be back in a moment. Do you want a great deal? Talk to Jim Taylor. He can make it real in a Ford. Save big money on a car or truck. Friendly service, folks you can trust. We put good people behind the wheel. Jim Taylor Ford, we're making it real. Hey, Louisiana, do you want a great deal? Talk to Jim Taylor. He can make it real. Get it real. Jim Taylor deal at Jim Taylor Ford Lincoln in Ruston. Speedy Oil Change and Tune-Up is committed to helping you preserve the life of your engine with the highest quality maintenance service for your vehicle. Chevron is now their featured oil. Speedy offers tune-ups, brakes, radiator service, headlamp restoration, and 17-point oil change. They're your Bridgestone Firestone dealer and provide nitrogen tire filling. Speedy Oil Change and Tune-Up, providing Chevron as their featured oil. Speedy Oil Change and Tune-Up, 315 North Surface Road, Ruston. Speedy Oil Change and Tune-Up. I want to tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on 97.7. North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. It was a tough time. I didn't know what to do. You gave me hope. You fought for me. You treated me like family. Now we say thanks. It's good to know we can count on Bobby. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. I'm back, and I'm better than ever, Your opinion no matter this a maniac is gonna step on whomever The Edge with Terry Waldrop is back and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. 
Welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7. Jerry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx shutting it down here today on the 11th day of April 2018. Thanks for tuning, spending part of your morning uh, with us. All right, so Jamie, so Odell Beckham Jr. is uh, the 3-13 and New York football Giants. To say that they were a train wreck last year would probably be uh, an accurate statement. Uh, Beckham injured, uh, didn't play most of the year. A lot of off-the-field uh, issues, uh, even on-the-field issues when he was uh, playing the year before. Uh, last year, very ceremoniously uh, acted like a dog in the end zone, uh, lifting his leg, one of the few free, free uh, touchdowns he scored. On the trade pick, Mara said, look, uh, we're 3-13. Nobody is immune from being traded. And so they're shopping. Odell Beckham Jr., he's shopping himself. Coward broke it yesterday. The uh, Rams vetted OBJ. The Rams have a history of taking some kids that have some trouble, have some issues. Not immune to it. They're sort of like the Raiders almost. I mean, they'll take some of these guys. The Rams, uh, this is from the Cowherd source that he reported, the Rams are like, yeah, we didn't really like what we found. A lot of off-the-field parties, a lot of issues. Didn't allude to that. Remember, we had the thing in France where it looked like illicit drug use was going on in his uh, vicinity. Don't know. Certainly, he puts himself in some interesting positions. And the question becomes, is he big, too big a distraction for the production he brings in? Again, folks, wide receivers in football are like the rims on a sports car. They're really nice. People notice them. Man, those are some nice rims on your car. But if your car is a Volkswagen Beetle, it really doesn't matter how nice the rims are now, does it? And so they're the icing on the cake. The wide receiver, There's no wide receiver that's ever put somebody in a Super Bowl. It, I mean, T.O. is the closest thing when he was playing for Philadelphia, and they lost. So Odell Beckham Jr., the list for him, and he's wanting to be the highest paid player in the NFL. I don't see people writing that check. Am I wrong, Jamie Foxx? Not wrong in the least. And there's uh, and this all, and I, his, his timing is very bad, too, because you can see the owners are jettisoned people like Jason Pierre Paul and others that are, uh, you know, that production doesn't match the paycheck anymore. Or maybe they, even if their production is still there, the uh, owners are not going to pay what these guys are asking for. They're, it's amazing that people, these players, think they can dictate, you know, um, to the owners what they're going to be paid. Well, yeah, you can put yourself out there and you can you have free agency and you have an opportunity to bid, but there comes a point where people are going to say it's not worth it. And, and then, again, you bring that other element into play, which is the uh, off-the-field distractions, and he's shown a propensity to not be taking care of himself in the offseason. Too big to fail. That's what these guys uh, suffer from is they delusion, uh, believe their own press clippings, too big for their pants. Now, keep in mind, people, Odell Beckham went to Newman High School in New Orleans, which is a prestigious private school in the city. He played with uh, Eli, I believe, or one of the Manning brothers, but probably Eli. No, no, no. He didn't, I, no, I he, that's he right. He was pre- he was before that. That's right, because Eli's much older. I'm sorry. Yeah, but he way, did go. Yeah, yeah because that. that's right, because uh, thank you. Uh, Odell is like 25 or 26. But it hasn't gotten through to him that, that he's – 
I, I don't understand this because those weren't the traits he exhibited uh, at Newman, and now that he's gotten all this money, it's gone to his head. So maybe that's another uh, interesting story. The background of Odell Beckham Jr. would be one that would be pretty interesting to find out about because I think that would be a precursor of what you're dealing with right now as to why his behavior has gone off the rails. Interesting topic, Terry, uh, brought up this morning by Aaron and Jake about Arden Key. Do you pick him in the third round if you're the Saints or whoever? And I'm saying I don't even know if I waste a draft pick on Arden Key just simply because, yes, the talent's there, but it was also there with Randy Gregory, who has yet to basically set fit on the field for the Cowboys because of drugs. I don't know if drugs is an issue with Arden Key, but I think it's probably somewhere in the equation. Um, do I do I go with the fourth round, third or fourth round pick on Arden Key? No. Do I go to second round? Absolutely not. Now watch him get drafted in the first round, and I have to eat crow, which is fine. And I hope the the young man is fabulously successful in the NFL. But right now, there's no indicators that neither he, and in this case, Odell Beckham Jr., who has a a little bit of a track record. I'm not sure I'm going to waste my $20 million on him because I don't think the production is going to match what he's done in the past. Am I wrong? No, no. I think Arden Key scares people. Uh, and it, now granted, they're, they're going to draft him as an edge rusher. They're not giving him the keys to the Ferrari like you have to give a quarterback. Um, and so an uh, edge rusher, pretty much any position other than a quarterback, they'll take some baggage, a lot of baggage. Uh, even a quarterback, they'll take some baggage. It's a risk-reward ratio. You know, Arden King, we still don't know why he set out uh, the spring. Uh, I'm assuming the NFL, I know the NFL people have asked him that. It's not come out. Uh, Arden Key said, uh, look, I told him the truth. A lot of scouts view me differently than before the meeting. I was honest, told the truth, took responsibility. That was before his bizarre uh, interview uh, with his set down in uh, Baton Rouge. Hey, I can, uh, you know, I was talking about him being a top four or five draft pick, and now I'm in the third round, and I'm the same guy. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Uh, we'll see. Uh, a lot of character questions coming into play with him. You know, he did some very unimpressive uh, things uh, at the Combine. I didn't run the 40 in the Combine. I ran it at LSU, uh, the, the pro day at LSU. I think he ran a 4-9 and change, which was like toward the bottom 20% of all edge rushers uh, running that time. Uh, didn't do really well in the vertical. I don't think he really did well in the strength test. But the football skills, apparently he did quite well in. So you just don't know what you're getting. Uh, you know, are you getting a guy that's, that's – uh, ready to perform physically and mentally, or are you get damaged goods? Do you not know? And uh, I think that was um, that, that's the question. I mean, Keith sat out a lot of the year when he played Alabama this year. Kid arguably might have been the best player on the field. Uh, eight tackles in a sack against Alabama. Uh, got hurt against Arkansas and never played another down for LSU. I think Arkansas was the following week. So you don't know what team, you don't know what Arden Key. Uh, NFL team is going to get, and I think it's uh, if you're an NFL executive, that hedges your bet. You remember uh, the Collins kid? It came out what was it last year, or the year before, that he might have been involved in uh, in someone's murder, and it turns out I don't think he was had anything to do with it. Former like ex girlfriend, that kid went from like a top 13, 14 pick to undrafted, and Jerry Jones in Jerry Jones fashion signs him as an undrafted free agent the kid's been starting ever since but jerry got him at a discount 
And so you just don't know. Uh, these guys do research, Jamie, on all these players. Some of it comes out, some of it doesn't. I guarantee you every NFL team knows why he took off. They know the inside of his family or domestic situation, whatever that may be. They know the inside of it. They have to. That's what their job is, and they make a determination based on the risk-reward ratio. They make a determination on whether, A, to draft him, and B, what to pay him. And every team is different. I mean, you know, it's, uh, again, it's a risk-reward ratio. And depending on what your talent is, depending on how big a distraction you are, you know, they're going to make a determination on you. Personally, when I read about some of the stuff on Arden Key, I would have a hard time um, taking a, a high draft pick on him. I think he's probably going to fall uh, fourth round. I think that would be about right, fourth or fifth round. But you might have somebody going, you know what, we're going to take a chance. I mean, Tom Brady was a six-round pick, so this isn't an exact science. All right? Uh, you look at the Wonder League scores, which I want to talk about tomorrow. Uh, Lamar Jackson was one of the lowest recorded Wonder League scores uh, of a quarterback. Does that make a difference? I don't know. We'll talk about that. I'll give you some statistics. All we can do is we can judge based on the data that we have uh, previously to look at. So, We'll get into that. We'll get back into OBJ tomorrow. And uh, Sam goes, hey, look, I'm a diehard LSU fan. But to me, Odell Beckham is nothing more than hype from the one primetime catch against the Cowboys. And, uh, yeah, he, he made a living off that one incredibly dynamic catch, uh, cover of Madden and all that. So cool stuff there. Uh, we'll get back into Beckham. And uh, this year is a put-up-or-shut-up year. I don't think he can demand all that money. Uh, and not really has produced anything uh, significant. You know, it's sort of like Russell Westbrook in Oklahoma City, the reigning MVP in the National Basketball Association, which that's garbage. However, they clinch a playoff berth with one game to play. In game 81, they clinch a play, not a title, not a divisional title, not home court event, a playoff berth. You got a Hall of Fame guy on the team. You, you got two Hall of Fame guys and a guy that is arguably in the prime of his career, a, a all-star in the NBA, and Paul George, you got probably the best big man or one of the best big men in the league. And, yeah, you uh, yeah, you clinch a playoff berth at 81. So crazy things going on, Jamie. I appreciate you coming in today. It's been fun. Make sure you stay tuned to Sean Fox Sports Company this afternoon at 3 o'clock. Thanks to our sponsors, the friends at Vantage. Our friends at Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, Spotavel, Vantage, and Mr. Bobby Manning, and the man of the myth legend, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, so the best country you get. Go see him on US 165 North in Monroe, Louisiana, 318 345 4545 for the best pet care you're going to get. Tell all these fine folks you heard it on Sports Talk 977. You want to reach out to me? You can get me at WaltropBasketball at gmail.com. If you're interested in advertising on our show or just want to basically call Jamie Foxx names, WaltropBasketball at gmail is my contact information. For Jamie Foxx, I am Terry Waldrop. You guys have a great day. Aloha. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to The Edge with 